Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, your host, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. Hey, you guys got it right this time. It was like an actual sentence. <sighs> Isn't that the I same thing to, I said last week? Sentence you, you cannot make a sentence dudes. that's like that is me A, me B, and me C. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You, you can when it's being said by three different people. Then it's not a sentence. It is a sentence. No. <laughs> A sentence Look, is spoken by a subject at an object. Okay, and sometimes so, has prepositions in so it. So if I said I and then Riff said farted, you yep. would say that that was not a sentence? Correct. I think you're a liar. And me, Riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're a liar and me, Riff. That is the that is the thought that I was trying to express. How's it going, fellas? Going all right. Yeah, it's all right. <clears throat> Exciting times in Kingdom of yep. Loathing land. Yeah, yep. Riff wrote yep. some noir. Yeah, I wrote some. I wrote some noir and some some silly things, and I started coding a thing that hopefully will not end up being too complicated to finish. Okay. Oh, that you. So you actually downloaded the Unity? Oh no no no! Oh no no! no this the, is for he's doing the thing for the content. yeah. This is for next year for the coming years. Uh, well, content. Okay. We got so thing. much time. Riff, take a take a break. Go on vacation, Riff. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, like, actual holidays are coming up it in is, the next couple of weeks. It is possible that the show will come out before the challenge path rolls, so we probably shouldn't spot really spoil. Yeah, I mean, isn't I, it? I usually tomorrow? publish them. Yeah, I usually publish them on Thursdays. Well, won't that just let people be excited about what's happening? to them in a couple of hours yeah should we tell them i don't know yeah i don't know i guess in the event that you do hear this a couple hours before the challenge path uh, the new challenge path is just totally class act two um, dun 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 we cheaped out because it's, we did not cheap out at all it is no it is i know ideal. no believe me i fucking know <laughs> i did not <laughs> i did not skimp on work at any point in right. since july uh except in september i sort of fucked off all of september that's weird um, no, but re- so we basically decided, or I basically decided to make the class revamp work, the work for the challenge path. So it's going to be class act two. You're going to get all of the guild skills for your class when you ascend into it. So that's also sort of meant to be a less uh, kind of onerous, uh, path towards perming some of these. Also, you get to play with a lot of off. class. Yeah, skills. you get to, you'll get to use off class skills. Cause we, what we, what we basically are hoping to do with this is to see how all the new classes play kind of using their own tools. Um, yep. In, in a, in a more or less real ish context. Although, you know, you're not going to ever have in no path, like 30 turtle tamer skills and no other classes. Sure. Skills, I mean, it's probably. not, it's not, it's not exactly like that, but it will, yeah, enforce some variation, and we get to see how how balanced that is against. Yeah, and then if stuff is fucked up, we get that. to change it. Yay. Yeah, exactly. We change shit all the time. We just change and change and change and change but and change. Everybody's like, "Stop changing so fast, stupid!" Double different for another reason, which is. Ev- oh yeah, everything is totally different. Right, everything is totally different. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, we, we're, we have we have we've reworked all math. Yeah. So now three um, is, is equal to seven. Three <laughs> is equal to seven. So basically, uh, and this was this was largely actually prompted by the Diamond Radio program guys, and I really liked the sound of it, and so I did it in a way that's probably going to make them hate it. Sure. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> uh, doubling stat gains from monsters, 
dramatically cutting stat gains from power leveling non-combats and making it so monster level becomes more of a thing that you have to sort of deal with resource-wise. And that's what um, it, and all of that's... Uh, it's done, yeah. It's in... Yeah, wow. Yeah, as it stands now, and I, I don't think that this is going to change before it rolls out because it is too fucking late. It is just straight <laughs> up... We tried, we tried various different curves and, and whatever, shit. and it, it was all terrible. Uh, so it's just straight up doubling of stat gains. Instead of getting a stat for every points, every four points of monster power, you get a stat point for every two. Um, I believe this is tweakable. I believe that we have just reduced all of the like Spooky Raven and Spooky Raven style non-combat power leveling by like eighty percent. Um, wow, that's a that's a lot. Yeah. You still get a lot more than you still get a lot more of a particular stat than you would from a monster. Okay, I, I think I don't know. Anyway, and then uh, monster level just makes things hard. Um, Hopefully, in, a, in an interesting way. Yeah, in a completely predictable way. It's not. Uh, you know, well, I know good. they they even said on the on the on the DRP when I started they were like, oh, monster level should actually make monsters more harder. And I was like, ooh, I have an idea. And then Darth was like, now I know what Jake is gonna want to do with this. And then said the thing that I was thinking, which was like, oh yeah, man, fucking just random affixes. prefixes yeah. on monsters. Yep. Uh, which would be awesome, but I think that's a thing for somewhere rather than a thing for everywhere with monster level. I mean, I fucking we could I have had so much fun making that skeleton tower. Extra monster level. No idea if it was. Uh, we could have double difficulty Dutch jump rope monster level. I mean, a good actually maybe that's a good like uh, spring challenge path or summer challenge path uh, is just procedurally generated the tower oh, of wow. procedurally generated fucking everything yeah. like everything in the game we just make one container document that has every zone in the game with their same entrance requirements but they're all just rooms in a big tall tower and all of the enemies just get a bunch of random uh, random prefixes that give them special abilities anyway that's pretty cool so at like the 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 actual seriously bullshit monster level stuff doesn't really kick in until like a hundred uh well, there's some stuff at, so, that's so happening at 25. At, yeah, at 25, they start to get some damage resistance, so you just have to deal more damage to kill them. So um, that's, that's a thing. Pretty straightforward. Uh, at, 50. 50, they, at 50, elemental monsters start doing a portion of their damage to you automatically at the beginning of combat, uh, or a portion of their power and damage. And it's pretty low. Um, it's not going to kill you, but you'll just it, it'll it will be a thing where you like either need to spend resources getting some resistance or you're gonna need to spend some resources healing. At seventy five percent they become stun resistant or at seventy five monster level they become stun resistant and at a hundred monster level they become stagger resistant. Um which is gonna make it super fucking hard to deal with, I think. Maybe. Which is maybe fine, right? Like And is it a hundred percent stagger resistance? Yeah, stagger resistance is just on or off, I think. Okay. Um and also I mean I didn't you know the the other things the the elemental damage or the 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 damage resistance kind of ramps up between twenty five and fifty and then it stops at fifty percent so they never get it's never going to get to the point where you have to do more than uh, double damage more than double damage and that's at monster level fifty and then the damage that they do the damage that elemental monsters do and it's, the guys in testing have like not even mentioned this so I must like it's possible they it's also not are not running a high enough to be monster level that's probably, probably true. Um, 
There's a, so a bunch of things, you know, th- there are some other things that change, like cave bars. Oh, yeah, cave bars are one a day. Uh, probably pixel uh, orbs and those other things will become once a day. Once a day. We were thinking about getting rid of blank out uh, in this, but I don't know. That we'll have to see whether that actually remains a problem. But uh, basically... Yeah, the, I mean, it's going to, but... The idea here is that I I want a number of things. I want people who don't know what they're doing to level up faster because we don't care. Somebody who's going slow, it doesn't matter if they fucking get more stats and level up fast because this isn't a game where that hurts anything. It just makes it so you can play the real part of the game, which is the cycling part of the game, faster. Uh, And that's fine. Uh, We want... Well, I want... I don't want plus non-combat to be the only relevant system to both quest progression and character progression which it currently is um just in if, almost, you, in if you're if you're doing it right because it's always you're always better off going to get the power leveling non-combats and with the monster level stuff like i just want we do all of this work on combat systems and then they're basically just irrelevant and i, I just sort of want that to not be the case like i want optimal play to involve using a more of the breadth of systems that exist in the game. You know, maybe this is super wrong-headed, but my plan is, unless it, this is just overwhelmingly unpopular in a way that is genuinely convincing to me, Class Act 2 is just sort of a test run for just making this the way the game works. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it does a bunch of things. It, it lets us potentially tweak... The individual classes it lets us potentially tweak combat overall um you know we just get a bunch of data from people playing through the game people will yeah and i also want to try to be more active about getting specific feedback like i want to make think, forum threads I think for every class wait like four and... or five days and then make threads oh yeah yeah, because you people, don't think so. Because I mean, I let people actually play with it for. Yeah, I guess the threads. Days. If I make threads, like the Seal Clubber thread, is just going to be nine pages of people pissing and moaning about yep. the Seal Clubber revamp and before say, anyone has played a single don't turn. Don't post in here until you have played through an entire run. Like get get some actual like perspective on it. Nobody will do that, you and it's just so. going to make us look like assholes if we say that. Really? Yeah. Like the everything, all of those threads because always just we devolve don't want into craft. We want people who like to actually like experience yeah, it and sure. tell us what they, how yeah, they but, felt about but it. But I think we, that we have to let that happen, threaded through all of the typical forum uh, garbage. Okay. I, I mean, I maybe you're right. I, I mean, like the, if we don't, it was it was, <clears throat> it was a lot easier of a question. But the the feedback on the spellcasting stuff was super useful, and. It was all like real people who play the game, yeah, and just what they do, and that was like super valuable, right? Because like when we went back and revamped that stuff, we tried to keep all that stuff in mind, and hopefully we like hit on a bunch of those. Oh man, things. Right? What if what like, we, we took? We basically took the things that like to do. And yeah, said, oh yeah, yeah. Now, okay, you can do that, and now it's better in almost every case. Yeah, and it made me sad. That there was there was somebody expressed, and this was just this was just like me getting hung up on one thing that one person said in that thread was like, you know, you don't actually want feedback from a wide cross section of players. You just want feedback from the fucking optimizers that are the but only people you ever true. pay attention to. That's not even true. Absolutely at all. not true. Yeah, and that was not at all what we were looking for. And it's not what we these, got. And what we got was great. We're not trying to make these combat systems like. The most fun. Well, yeah, we're trying to make them fun and not 
and not just based about like what is the most optimal way to because like if there, we would just have like one attack right because like one yeah. attack is always going to be most optimal <laughs> yeah. in a certain situation so we just like if that's all we wanted to do we would just make that basically from i mean i guess the the seal club or the 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 Postamancer and sorcerer revamps still are coming out at the same time as the jeez yeah. i gotta fucking finish that boss too jesus christ it's gonna be fine yeah, it's all written i just have to draw it and code up one item so that's actually fine um sorry for kind of pussing out on the this event like oh, because it's two classes it should have yeah been it's two bigger. classes and it should be a bigger event like i just i i just shot my wad at the disco um didn't even i didn't even make <laughs> that's it what to i heard cab, about it. much less home uh and and uh yeah i don't know man it, it was i was i was younger people then. collaboratively spade stuff in the mist event thread and the assumptions that people make right yeah what were they what were they doing well they're like oh so like that, there was, that, the, that there was an effect on that it wasn't just random which monster <laughs> showed up and stuff or well there was that then there was the um like oh the drop rates the drop rates and the fact that they're like you know of the two drops or whatever and i was like wow that's interesting because there's i guess because you don't necessarily ever see more than two drops oh yeah you wouldn't even know yeah right um huh and then yeah just like just the way that people approach this kind of stuff there is no trophy for all five effects i was like oh yeah yeah okay that's good and by people you mean cannon fire sure yeah, I mean, it was that awesome that he, he like also that. said that within like 15 minutes of it rolling right. out or whatever, um, which was great. Man, I love Joaquin. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin <laughs> is this bot that Chris uh, wrote that just tells us in dev chat whenever an item gets added to the mall for the first time, yep. which is just such, that is just such a like comprehensively like, oh, okay, I guess this worked. Yeah, right. The, Somebody like, made it to this place, fought this monster, got this item, and the pocket went was like didn't want to get days. Ah, so good, it was great. And now, like, I just I wish that we had records of that stuff from every prior oh, rollout. Right. You know, is in the dev logs now, or is that not? It's, yeah, logged? it's in the dev logs. It is okay. logged. All of those things get logged. So okay. all of the things that we see notifications for, which is eventually that's all there's going to be in there. It's just going to be like a wasteland of just blowing dust well, and occasional automated announcements when some some mafia bot that somebody forgot about is like still running on a on a laptop that just happens to be powered by so like are, one of those heat USB engine things you're that has that fallen the into a volcano. Humanity will go away, but somehow the data the the <laughs> yeah, data huh? center will still be oh, there. Yeah. Okay. Well. Fair. Yeah. And yes. Power will yeah. Still they got diesel through. generators. Okay. And I'm assuming that the primary way in which humanity will be destroyed is, is conversion into fossil fuels. No, well, it's, it's like basically like diesel geysers just appear everywhere. Okay. Like to punish us for our reliance on fossil fuels. Oh, you like these, huh? Have some more. Have more than you can handle. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. This rules. Satan? Yeah, Satan's who would do it. Oh, man. Um... Quick, somebody send Bach back in time to think. You guys weren't there for the Monday show. I'll be Bach. Monday show is for cool guys. Oh, yeah. I'll be Bach. Wow, I didn't even make that joke. How? How? I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? Um, yeah. So we need to get to these questions because we need to get to the Milky Porky Wonder. And to get to the Milky Porky Wonder, we have to be around the corner at six. That sounds filthy. 
Yeah, that, yeah. That just is so wrong. There is a there is this ramen restaurant around the way that gets just thronged with with hipsters to consume the one day a week special Milky Porky Wonder. Wow. And uh, if you get there right when they open, that you just get a table and it's fine. <laughs> they and just the, they just throw a bucket of Milky Porky yeah. Wonder on you. And the uh, and the bathroom is really cool and. For whatever reason, either I'm getting old and, you know, it could be that I've I've just been drinking so much PBR that I have now developed a taste for just sort of low alcohol content pilsners. But oh. when I've had draft Kingfisher and draft Kieran, both of which are just the beers that I have lamented how boring that they are, they're pretty good. It's possible that having bottles or cans of those shipped over in like boats that take six years to arrive or right as opposed to kegs which are fired out of a cannon yes (laughs) so get here much faster kegs must be airlifted i'm making that up but uh but why not the boat shakes them up too much and then they pop yeah and then they're like just these these beer torpedoes like right. torpedo, uh, Sierra Nevada torpedo IPA <laughs> right. makes the, makes the best torpedoes. Oh man, is there anything that you can't do that with? There's got to be, there's got to be a beer called Missile. There's got to be a, a beer called like Handjob Ale. Handjob Ale. There's probably not a beer called Handjob Ale. I have, uh, I've, uh, I've found, I've cornered our market. That's what that means, right? You've gone around the corner. Hey, let us look at these new uh, questions that have camed in to this new thing that I made the other day when I should have been working on something else. This was how I procrastinated, was by making this uh, new question submission system. Two-hand job. Session ale. (laughs) Nice. See? There is nothing that there isn't already a beer called that. Uh, Linguini Lad says, do people even send questions into Radio Bugbear anymore? Well, you do. Uh, Every once in a while. Viral Effigy says, with all the revamps going on, is there any possibility of new classes? Or do you consider the challenge path only classes as new classes for that purpose? I do, actually. I mean, that's as close as we're going to get to them, I think. Because new classes just means hugely significant new power creep because of Ascension. Oh, right. Right? So, I mean, like, there's no way that we would add, like, a whole bunch of new skills for people to perm and just make themselves more. I could have added six new classes. Instead of revamping all these classes, I could have just made like six good classes. <laughs> new good classes. Cheese wizard. Uh, what would you, would you have turd made? Two, two more, two more muscle, two more mist, two more moxie. Probably. Or just add a, just add, add three, three more, more stats. stats. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, would welcome uh, muscle slash moxie, moxie slash mist, and mist slash muscle classes. Well, I mean, the seal clubber is muscle slash moxie, the uh, the accordion thief is moxie slash mist, and the postamancer is mist slash muscle, right? Like, I didn't, for long, keep that actual stat distribution because it just was too goofy, Um in like actual four, practice. Three, two or something? Yeah, or? it used to be. I think it used to be 4-3-2 instead of 4-2-2. Two, two. Yeah, or maybe it was 3-2-1 instead of... 2-1-1? Two, 2-1-1, one, one. Two, one, one. yeah. Something like that. I mean, 4-2-2 two, two is 2-1-1. Two, one, one. I know. Okay. But... I was By just the so- equivalencies of even numbers yeah i mean i wasn't thinking of it as uh, yeah i was trying to i was trying to come up with it in a in an actual scheme where they both had the same denominator but that i don't think that's real 
uh, tachyonic particle says. Are real? Yeah, I don't think so. Tachyonic particle says there seems to be a rising increase of power creep in new content, especially in Mr. Store items. Although I can see how the new content is supposed to give new donating players uh, more of an equal advantage over older donating players, since older Mr. Store items tend to price higher and higher in the mall, and that is also a good business strategy for asymmetric. Well, for asymmetric is what he says. This is a bad company name. Yeah, everyone, everybody, everyone outside the company spells it asymmetric. Yeah. It's not a word that anybody ever uses for anything. Um, How would it affect the game in-game ecosystem in the long run? Will the game keep growing in scale attribute-wise? Will it hit a brick wall? Will there be limiters on attributes like item drop percentage, and et cetera, or something else? I mean, I don't know that there has actually been a significant amount of power creep in recent Mr. Store items. Like, we haven't done anything as just, like, broken as the clip art tome in... And now that, that was, like, two years ago at this point, was right? It? Maybe not, but it was a while ago. Because when do we when do we go to Rainier? I mean, I, I think, think people look at the pants and see it as power creep or something. Yeah, but it's not really right. It's, I mean, it's it's not, weird. It's super weird, right? Because like the numbers are slightly bigger than everywhere else, but they're like very slight. Yeah, and I mean, it typically, like when we do something that is like a replacement of old Mister Store functionality, which is the, which is that that's more what we're trying to do with like to give new donators uh, a closer advantage to older donators, the ancillary stuff that they do, maybe it's like flashy, but none of the important numbers are big. Yeah. Uh, Maya1116 says, when will we see the 20 turn non-stolen accordions? Ah, yeah, I just keep forgetting about that. I'm, so you're going to make a 20 turn non-stolen? Yeah, because we took one away. I didn't, I did not mean to take that away from people. And I did. So I I don't know that I would have been. I don't like that we went from having twenty turn buffs accordion thief only to it being everybody with the zombie accordion. Yeah, I think I didn't know. I didn't or know that either. That actually. Yeah. And so I mean, I'm it's kind of the same thing with the sauce print. Yeah, but I mean, I the whole thing. I I want like. And this is maybe dumb, this is maybe like not good from a design standpoint, but just emotionally, what I wanted out of the Accordion Thief revamp was to literally not take anything away from anybody. I wanted it to just be huh. additive. I see. And so... Can it be, can it be expensive? Can it be... Well, what somebody suggested was you smith the zombie accordion with the music box, part, box huh. parts that are in there. So like you, now you just have to get two of them. So, sure. which I like that yeah, idea. That's, that's Actually, I think what somebody suggested that I liked was you smith the accordion from Uncle P is with those music box parts, but because those are pretty expensive. But I like the, the zombie. Uh, yeah, I like the zombie you, one because let's make them get the zombie accordion. Yeah, because that I mean, they'll have to get a second one, or or you know, I mean, if you, I guess you, you can't wanna... unsmith things. But but yeah, no, I do I do like that better. Uh, man, now I had to mark all these things red using my sweet new tool. Uh, Club writes, where's the community link on the drop-down menu top frame? Yeah, good question. I uh, added it today. Uh, when will this game not have N versions of each frame, making updates to the UI difficult? Yeah, well, as soon as we stop fucking listening to user feedback is when. <laughs> like, I the, the trouble is we have, we have like, 
pussied out too many times in the past and just been like, oh sure, yeah, I guess. Like, no, it's not pussying. I mean, it's it not is, pussying us, right? It it's like making it so. Respectful. It's making it so blind people can still play. It for is, instance, it is it's, understanding that people have goddamn workflows with even when they have play a, a game and trying to trying to at least somewhat let them preserve those. Yeah, like I just, have been just increasingly pissed with web services because you yep. just can't trust them yep. anymore. They all no, change you're, you're right. all you're the right. goddamn time. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea or I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, the top menu is now at least just one script. It's just, uh, sure. it isn't really possible to generalize it, right? I... So there's I like was the like icon version, there's which is what I use because the link because version. I am eating the fucking dog food and I like it. Yeah, I use, me too. Me too. Because it is objectively better than the others, uh, and I have made sure of that. The icon version, the <laughs> like, link version, and then there's like the weird like skill drop down. Yeah, that exists, thing. and that is gonna have to. That's gonna have to go away, man. We are so close, so close <laughs> to being able to just set the fucking skill script on fire, and then uh, we're. In progress, somebody's asked this in the forum thread, but it's, I would say before the end of the year, I'm going to make Chris do a sort of a dramatic, not mandatory, but wow, really? dramatic overhaul of the skills page. Keep the skills page. You can have classic bullshit skills page. Well... Yeah, because it's most somebody of what's uses wrong, it. Yeah, most of what's wrong with the skills page is not presentational in my mind. Most of what's wrong with the skills page is the just fucking absurd cluster of exception cases that it is. And I I think I think that after tomorrow, basically all that code can go away. That's because crazy. no skills are going to be stored in there anymore. They're all in the database. So, well, actually that's entirely not true. Uh, there's still a bunch of like zero class skills that are still, although there aren't that many zero class uh, non combat skills. Hmm. So, zero class skills are things like uh, chronic indigestion and like just skills that don't belong to a particular class. Yeah, anyway. Uh, also, the top menu doesn't change that often. So, yeah, whatever. Cool and average guy says, Are you going to watch Desert Bus 7? Sorry if somebody else asked this already. No. What? I mean, it's like a charity thing that they do is every this, year. Do they play they it for play seven days? Desert Bus. I, don't, I think they just play a game of it. I don't know. I think they play they it don't. for as long as they can, and then however many points they get. It's it's like a pledge thing. You pledge money per point. Because you get one point in the middle when the fly hits your windshield, right? No, I think you get a point every time every time you drive the entire route. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, I'm not going to watch that because that sounds fucking boring. Cool and Average Guy also wrote, if you could drop everything and go into the world of KOL, would you? I mean, if I still had absolute power over everything that happened in it, oh. then I think, yeah. <laughs> wow. Because, like, huh. I mean, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. I never even thought of that. Like, the idea of living in an MMO is something that I've considered in the past, but never from the point of view of like a dev. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. How, you would just, you would just abuse your power. How could you not yeah, abuse course. your power? <laughs> well, I mean, but that's, a, you wouldn't really be abusing it. Right. I mean, like, depends on what let's you say do. it's like, I want to fuck all the women in the world. Just make a copy of the world with a bunch of women in it that didn't exist before and can't suffer. Don't <laughs> program the ability to suffer. Did and you then you just do whatever you want to them. Oculus Rift, uh, commercial. <laughs> Although I don't know that I, my deepest desires are 
in any way aligned with something that would cause the suffering of all of the women in the world. Don't don't take that out, out of context. context. Did you see the Oculus Rift commercial that, uh, or commercial in in uh, sarcasm quotes, um, where it's like a dev kit arrives at this kid's house and he looks at it for a little while and then it's just a good minute and a half of him having sex with virtual girls mm-hmm. with, the, with the goggles <laughs> on. I mean, yeah, that's... <clears throat> the future is here. Yeah, and what you know what the Oculus Rift is going to do is it's going to result in a significant increase in the incidence of people getting caught jerking off. Yeah, well, because exactly. like imagine, eyes okay, so imagine like jerking off the way you do now, except you have to be blindfolded and with your ears plugged up, so you never fucking know. You and never sitting know at your computer if desk. anybody else is around. <laughs> like Lilac writes. Right now, the nasty downsides of Spirit Pariah seem to outweigh the benefits of the various avatar forms simply because several core turtle tamer skills rely on a blessing to be worthwhile. I don't even really want a perm turtle power, which sucks because it's such a neat idea. Since the flavor seems to be that of a net hack, etc., where you waited until you had good standing with a deity to make a request, could turtle power be usable whenever and only give Spirit Pariah if you use it without a glorious blessing? Alternatively, could Spirit Pariah just prevent the acquisition of glorious blessings while still allowing lesser blessings? So to me, this question is like, wow, this cake is really good, but you know what would make it better is if I could have it and eat it. <laughs> like, it... Oh, Christ. I And I know, Lilac, I, I love you, man, but the idea that core... The, the worthwhileness of core Turtle Tamer skills, which I gave you, like, three days ago, right... Which were nothing. They were nothing prior to this. And then you saying that this thing renders them not worthwhile is lame. Well, this this thing, this voluntary thing. Yeah, like this thing that you absolutely don't have to do. And it's like, don't you... On some level, don't you appreciate a skill that you don't have to perm? To well, to stay optimal, and it's I also mean, like this is a this is a skill that you might not ever use except for that that one time when you want to take down that that uh, clan dungeon boss yeah, solo exactly. or something or whatever, or right? you want like, to do some weird stunt or something, <clears throat> or you save it until it's time to tower kill or right or whatever, right? Like I mean, does does the thing that reduces the damage from monsters reduce the tower damage? Tower monster damage? I don't think so. Okay. I well, I actually don't know. That's an excellent question. Because that does well, I've make that that's broken easier. as fuck. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you still have to do the damage before the round limit, and I think the round limit might be shorter on those guys. Maybe not though. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's funny. We either. I think that we need to make that a real supported thing when we put what? in a new tower killing like. Have some obstacles in the tower that you can either beat by going and spending ten turns somewhere and getting an item, you know, that maybe oh, only drops after you when we redo the tower. Yeah. Oh, or see. just a super, super fucking hard fight that if you learn the tricks and you have the right suite of skills, you can beat it without spending those ten turns going to get that thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I like that idea a lot. Like I like the idea of oh, in this case, the 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 speed, the optimizer shortcut is figure out how to fucking kill this thing. Like, using all of this video game that we've been making for you for for so long. I mean, like, the fact that you don't want to use it in an optimal run 
doesn't make it like sad that it's a neat idea, right? It just means that it's not, you're not meant to become like crazy metagame powerful when you invoke these things because the things, just having them, you're not, you know, I didn't even really want, like the reason that those cooldowns exist is because I didn't want you guys, you serious players, to ever have to switch between them. I wanted you to get Blessing of the Storm Tortoise and leave it on the entire fucking run because that's the one that's for you. <laughs> and using that, using turtle power makes that another resource that you have to manage as opposed to just like a fun thing to sort of shore up a weakness in that class. And yeah, I mean, like here's a way to enjoy it. Fuck around in Aftercore for a while, right? Like don't, don't optimize every single fight. Like you, if you want to play with it, just play with it, play with it on a multi, you know, <laughs> like there's, all sorts of ways in which you could make yourself a person to whom it is cool. And it's like, you know, the forum thread, like the handful of people in there are just so certain that because it doesn't have value to them, that it doesn't have value. And it's like, no, come on guys. It's not how the world works. Anyway. Ah, okay. Well, that was, that was those, those, uh, ever play. You played, as uh, Protoss in StarCraft sometimes, right? Yeah. You'd make those like crazy dark Archon things sometimes, right? I did sometimes, yeah. They were cool. They were cool. They're not very good. Nobody, no serious players cool. make them. But they're fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, and I also like, would fr- you know, mostly when I play Zerg, I'm just like, all right, how many fully upgraded Hydralisks can I have? That's how many I want. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because that is how I enjoy it. It's like, all right, I don't want to have to like do a bunch of micromanaging. I don't have to make a bunch of decisions about this. Like, I really enjoy poking around in the fun, if not strictly speaking, or even idiot being only mostly wrong about them, optimal. <laughs> like, uh, all right, like, forum thread. Like going and running a molten core when you can one hit every single monster, including the bosses, and nothing in there drops that is profitable in any way. It's just fun I mean, to go and people do it. T- People tell me, ah, oh, you're spec'd wrong. And I was like, fuck you, dog. There is no wrong spec. <laughs> Am I, unless I'm spec'd to have less fun than I'm having with my sweet fucking upgraded elementals, then I'm not spec'd wrong. No wrong way to play. Yeah, exactly. So then they're just like, all right, fine, you're kicked out of the group. We're going to get a real shaman. <laughs> Apparently they fixed that. I don't fucking care. Of course I'm the, the coolest thing about the shaman is summoning those elementals. And, uh, f- fucking of course. Which, Can you summon which, four of them at the, at the same time? No, you can't. You only get two, right? Well, then the game is clearly broken yeah, no, because broken. you can't have them all all the time. That's true. I don't think you can even have the fire and the earth out at the same time because I think they share they share a shorter cooldown than the thing lasts. You oh. can't go into some sort of, like, time-slowing mm. facility. Uh, maybe you could. You yeah, probably. Like, I mean, you could just, you could get two machines and level up two shaman. <laughs> and right. dress them exactly the same. That, like the the one guy that 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 maybe arena team five shamans. So so brutal. he could he could he could field his own five man arena team yeah. because they had that thing where you could guarantee a crit yep. and just five crit lightning bolts would kill any player. Yep. So and he would because they would focus fire on one guy and then it's like well all right now it's five v four how you guys doing. Have fun tonight. <laughs> oh, they, they also, we're fucking robots and we go. always do exactly the same. Every totem out. Yep. Because. 
ah, such a great idea. I really hope that that guy didn't like get in trouble for doing that. Like, you, get in trouble, you don't get in sort. trouble for giving Blizzard five accounts worth of money, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And then you have this cool thing where you got five computer screens and yeah. Man, I, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna, I don't know if we're gonna make the Milky Porky wonder. I don't, you know, I think we, we can just go to a different. It is not going away. That's true. That's true. Uh, Vernacio says, hey guys, two questions here. First, are you fans of self-imposed challenges? I'm referring to stuff like the news lock challenge, playing through Final Fantasies with only a single character or low level and so on. I'm a huge fan of these and that's why I love KOL so much. Rather than having me think of my own restrictions, you guys churn out interesting ways to play the game four times a month. I think you meant a year, but yeah. I actually found KOL on TV tropes on the page for self-imposed challenges and when I saw how many there were listed, I knew I had to play this game. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, second, what is the office like? Well, it's very much like a house. Uh, yep. It's like a four-bedroom house in a in a sort of a crappy neighborhood in Mesa. Uh, do you decorate it for events like Crimbo or have any cool stuff of note sent in by players? We got like a whole china cabinet filled with cool stuff that's yeah, been sent big, in by players. Big glass cabinet full of stuff, and the the walls in the the area where my office is has all the the spillover things nailed to the walls that didn't fit in the cabinet, like bits of art. And I mean, there were there denim were a bunch of shelves with things, so on. There were a bunch of shelves with stuff, but there was they got so heavy that they just collapsed. Yeah, they were so laden. Yeah. They were so so laden and so shoddily constructed <laughs> that they That's fell, true. destroying all of Riff's things. <laughs> yeah, I can understand the aesthetic appeal of putting up shelf brackets wrong backwards. Yeah, but but they are really designed the way they're designed for. A, for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been fine if we had just kept all of our stuff on the bottom of the sure. shelf instead of on top. <laughs> That's true. Stumps McGee says, Digging through the wiki, I found something strange. Each of the classes has exactly 11 letters except for the accordion thief and the saucer, but it works if you assume the accordion thief stole three letters from the saucerer. Well, yeah, it's an accord thief and it used to be saucerer. Yeah, it used to be an accord thief. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was this intentional when you made the game or just a coincidence? Oh, just a coincidence. How deep is your obsession with the number 11? Not so deep. Pretty deep. You Deep-ish. don't know. What were the names of the classes of the accordion thief and the saucer before the letters got stolen? Yeah, it's what, like he said, accord thief and saucerian. Saucerorian. Um, dear Riff and Co., my question is based primarily on amusing I had while watching the latest, uh, pardon me, extra credits. In the episode, they talk about collectible games like Magic and how the purchasing an unknown mechanic solves a couple problems developers have to, uh, have with a free-to-play model. The first section is all about how in a KOL-type model, it's very hard to make a monetizable item that appeals to a large part of your player base. Historically, the items that you have expressed the greatest headaches about were the ones where you tried to add functionality to make them have a broad appeal. V-mask, stocking, mayfly, question mark, uh, <laughs> etc. Uh, I know what Jick Stance will likely be, given his pathological hatred of making money, but what do you guys think about this model versus yours? Would you ever consider adding a separate item to the store that is something like an item of the month booster pack, which when used has a 5% chance to give a random old item of the month, and a 95% chance of a real reward, like a real-time picture of Jick's dick? Hmm. Actually, I feel dirty even having typed that last sentence, so let's consider that second question a joke. Uh, as always, thanks for producing the most continuously awesome game in the history of browser-based frame games. Well, that's damnation with faint praise. <laughs> Uh, P.S. Everyone should watch Extra Credits is almost nearly as good as Video Games Hot Dog, the most majestic of all hot dogs. Yeah, I like Extra Credits. If they just made a fucking podcast... Instead of a web I would listen to it all the time, but I never feel like I have ten minutes to watch a video. The visuals Mm. are sometimes valuable. They are. I know. I know. I know. It's just its own thing. It is. It is. And I wish that I... I wish that I was the kind... I wish I had the temperament that would allow me to consume all of it. I have but forgotten I just don't, to I watch extra punctuation Yeah, for a million years now. No, I mean, every once in a while, if I, like, find myself, like, just, uh, I can't work anymore, I will sit and I will watch 
you know, zero punctuation. I'll watch extra five credits. or six zero punctuation punctuations yeah. in a row. Yep. But extra credits is too that's too heady. It's edifying. Yeah, like zero punctuation is entertaining and yep. extra credits is edifying. They're they're both they're they're both straddle the line, but I mean ZP I just think of as a thing that's funny. Sure. Um also I think those guys those guys know about KOL and like us, which is nice. Does does Yahtzee know about KOL? Well, no, the extra credits guys, oh, okay. I'm saying. Because we were, we were featured on some, like, yeah. 10 oldest shit games that your grandpa should have told you to play, <laughs> whippersnapper. Uh, you know, I'm not... Alice's Army had a yeah, had the booster packs. I don't, I don't hate making money, and I could imagine... I mean, I could imagine a way that we could adapt, like... You know, I understand what they are doing to me in Neverwinter when they have these chests drop and then I have to give them a dollar for a key. But it's fine. You know, it's fine. I don't mind it. Like, I don't think, oh, that's some fucking sleazy-ass Zynga bullshit because it's like, you know what? I don't have to get that thing. Like, whatever. You know, like, I understand the ways in which my psychology is being manipulated, but, like, that's what entertainment is, is manipulation of your psychology. So, like, Mm -hmm. the fact that they're doing this to keep the lights on versus just strictly to make money, no, I mean, strictly to to provide an entertaining product. It doesn't ring a little sour. As long as you can trust that for your dollar, you get goods out of that chest that is worth at least a dollar to you. Well, but it's it's a random item, right? Like, well, but I mean, it's there's always like some good potions and stuff in there. I mean, you you know, and like sometimes there's a, like a cool mount that you can only get that way, or you could just buy it on the player economy, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like we we actually discussed something like this, sure. Which like, if we were to make it so. Ran, these chests started dropping. It wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be like chests and keys, but it, but it would be in our idiom. But whatever. If chests dropped in the world and the Uncle sunk, P pirate chest, Uncle P sold a key to them for a million meat, hmm. that would probably be really, really popular. It would probably drive a bunch of donations, and I don't think that it would be sleazy. I don't think that there would be anything wrong with that. No, I agree. Like, that's pretty interesting, actually. That would be a good meat sink, too. I mean, it seems like it would be good a, for the a, economy in a, a little lot of different ways. Than... It is, but I'm saying we could like the fact that putting in game, the fact that we do not separate the cash shop currency and the in game currency means that, means that, we that sell anything for... that we do that sinks in game currency also Sometimes promotes generates, income, yeah. sure. right? And we we know this and. We are very upfront about the fact that we know this, and that doesn't, like, that doesn't make it wrong to do it. Like, making decisions that will increase our income is not wrong. Like, it's not evil. It's not a bad thing. I don't think. On just prima facie, right? Like, there's definitely ways to to make money that become less and less moral right like yeah well sure i mean if if there was a possibility that you open this chest and it had a seal club and club in it then then that would be less moral but i mean as long as everything would be fine if it was just meat i mean like i would be okay with that 
It should be, I feel, it's when you get into it being like, like slot machine style gambling that I feel like it gets morally weird. I, I think the the contents should be worth as much or more than the currency you're spending to get it. Well, but I mean, that's, you know, so they would be based on their rarity at that point, right? Well, and I mean, like a lot of the, things in the player economy are worth whatever it costs to get them. You're not paying for the item. You're paying for the the experience of opening the chest and rolling the die on yeah. that table. And know? I mean, you can't really say, you know, if it, like if that's too much like a slot machine and that makes it unethical, does... Having drops. a non hundred percent drop rate on a monster yeah. make it? I mean, you know, is the like is the and, is the I mean, scary well, I, mean, I think, it, like, I I think, think it can be argued that they are. No, I think it could be argued that they are, but I don't. But I but I think that so part of this is just I have faith in myself that I am not going to be a sleaze ball, and so any idea that I am okay with, so, I feel like, like I am probably I am always going to err on the side of making less money and definitely being able to sleep at night right, and I am going to err right. so far on the side of it that I'm pretty sure that anything that I'm okay with is going to be fine because so, I believe that I, I believe that I believe that pretty strongly. Well, yeah. And I also uh, like similarly, I don't believe that you would put a single seal clubbing club in one of these chests. I'm just talking no, no, I mean, it from a theoretical basis. Yeah. I mean, I would just put some cool stuff in it. I mean that, you know, like, like a thing like that where it's like, you know, if if you pay if you pay a million meat worth a if you pay a million meat, you can have something that's better than the best food. I'm just make a new food item that's better than the best food. Fucking whatever. I mean, I don't want to make it so that it's like a suddenly a thing that you have to pull a bunch of in a run or whatever. But mm. but at the same time, I mean, maybe I maybe I do. Maybe that's actually interesting from an economic point of view. Mm. You know, eventually. Blank out is going to be worse than that. So, what's the actual harm in making a, an expensive to acquire thing that is valuable as a pull? Because also, it probably it's not going to cost a million meat in the mall. Like if this is a thing that it's like, oh, I'm I'm trying to get the shard horn or whatever, uh, and I just keep getting these fucking pies. <laughs> they will sell them for however much the ascenders will pay for them if they're valuable as pulls. Right, and I think that's fine. Like I turn gen is not necessarily the. Yeah, no, I know, I know, but pretend that. Yeah, I you know. know, but it's interesting. It's another interesting pixel that, orb on a different cooldown or whatever. Right, you know, right. just just whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Oh man, what if we do, what if we make you have to take two pixel orbs and you can smith them together to get a pixel orb on a different cooldown, mm. and then <laughs> a third, two of those on a, a third well, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like let's we just turn all the uh, slime tube marbles into pixel orbs on separate cooldowns. <laughs> Jericho says, one, I love the revamps. I'm a pretty casual player, and I've mostly avoided perm and combat skills so that each class feels different to play. The revamps really up the ante. Thanks. Well, cool. That that's good to hear. Uh, two, have you thought about including element-specific random damage locations? For example, does 42 stench damage to your charm, or does 23 spooky damage to your sanity, or does 38 sleaze damage to your retinas? Oh, like the like switching body parts, but like sleaze damage is more likely to hit you in the nipple. Okay. <laughs> or the dick. That's funny. Uh, Joel of Joel on Software likes to talk about removing barriers to entry to bring in customers or players. The revamps seem like a big help for casual players. Do you ever think in terms of removing barriers? And if so, can you give other examples of when it worked? Uh, no, because we've never really done 
much in the way that I mean having the tutorial teach you about cooking probably helped um, some of the class so revamps you, have been you think yeah I mean I, that yeah that's probably true because you've removed you've removed you're removing all the stuff that that you have to figure out and making sure there's a way that you can just hammer on it for so many turns and the quest revamps it. you mean yeah quest revamp isn't that what I said Class. Uh, you said class. I thought you said class, but I could have just heard. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Um, the, the last thing, and I, this is another thing that I'm going to make Chris do real soon, is making the sign-up process just much, much easier. Um, you know, it, it just not making it so you don't have to validate an email address. To even get to start playing. Maybe at all, but not, not uh, at the very least, not until you start interacting in the player economy. Like, you can't talk in chat until you've verified an email address you can't trade or send stuff to people or or say you know sell things in the mall or whatever but um you know just getting it so you can get in there and see like just click a couple buttons and then be killing rabbits and crates like that's that will be much better and abusable but whatever we just maybe not though thanks again i enjoyed listening to the podcast and getting an inside look at how you guys make decisions and practice your craft well thanks for listening Hamfish says, I'm currently playing through a KOL high school run, and I briefly felt bad about beating up the other students, but I figured, eh, school fights happen. It's not like I'm killing anyone. Then after a combat, my reanimated reanimator got to work. Mr. Gray lops off your opponent's head. Now to boil the flesh off of it, and then my reanimating solution can go to work, he says. <laughs> Holy shit. Adventurers should not go to school. They should go to jail. Adventurers should not be held uh, responsible for their familiar's actions. Yeah. It's the, it's yeah, like the hanging out with a murderer knocks. doesn't make you a murderer. <laughs> Uh, Wealthy Cat says, so this is fairly random, but I was just wondering if there was a reason we keep the eight paper strips from the Dark and Dank and Sinister quest. Couldn't the door turn them to piles of ash or something when it's done so they aren't just hanging out in our inventory for a whole ascension? And yes, this is totally trivial because you can just send them to your closet or something so they aren't a block of stuff we're searching to see if we have other things. So just a thought, nothing you really do should do anything about if you didn't want to. Oh, boy, did I fuck up the second half of that sentence. I don't think you even um, can put them in your closet because they're quest items. Yeah, I mean, we could make them go away. There's probably just yeah, not. There's no reason. The not way to. that it worked, it we probably wasn't easy to do that. But yeah, and I mean, it's going to be time for you and uh, you and Chris to make a pass through all the guild quests and put them in the quest tracker, and you know, maybe move the guild dudes to dialogue scripts instead of uh, this crazy morass of hard coded hmm. cases. Canafar uh, forty says pasta sauce revamp plus new challenge path will make Thursday night pretty interesting. What are your opinion on those two things? I like them. Uh, is the current plan don't make an outfit for all the revamp gear? I predict uh, you'll respond to this with, God, I wish people could accept that there can be a group of items that are thematically similar but do not constitute an outfit. Thoughts? No, I um, I just don't think that that would be very nice to people who didn't manage to get them all. <laughs> hmm. um, since they're not tradable. You know? In other news, I am male. No, I, I knew that, buddy. Green72 says, Dear everyone, Whoever made the What is KOL page, thank you. It's ideal in that I get to watch rotating item descriptions and laugh a bunch instead of worrying about their enchantments. I only wish there was something that went through every item I had. However, I noticed some of the items on the page have enchantments that they don't have in-game to make the punchline even more obvious for players to be. What do you think about bogus enchantments on items in-game? Man, remember when every enchantment was bogus? <laughs> no? What do you mean? No, there was never a time when enchantments didn't do anything. What are you is gonna, are you gonna KOL? Look I'm going to look at them. Man, remember when I told you to do this, and then like a year later, I did it myself and sent you a picture of me sticking my tongue out at you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm waiting for these. I want to see what the fake... Uh, the oh, fake... I want to see what the fake enchantments, enchantments are. Enchantments are? Yeah. 
protects your valuables. Oh, I stand studded leather boxer shorts. It says protects your valuables. That was funny. Is that not on the game? Is that not on the real? I guess game? not. Yeah, anyway, these are uh, pretty good. Vicious Casey Kasem heads. Yeah, this is a pretty good web. This is a pretty good website. Um. Also, I remember it being a big deal back in the day, but does anybody know how many active users there are on KOL or even how many individual people? I mean, when we stopped deleting accounts, like, it became a lot harder to know. Everything got, yeah, rough. Wax says, Cole story, bro. Ha <laughs> ha, that's hilarious. Uh, okay, spooky Halloween names. Zach in the pavement. Okay, Zach, John dies at the end, son. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> and voodoo jick. I reckon that one's pretty sweet. I don't get that one. Is there something that sounds like voodoo-ick? Stick? Naramo says, Is there a reason why the slash go command is so temperamental on where it will and won't go? The most obvious example of this is that go Boris will send you to his gate, but go Jarlsberg or go Sneaky Pete get reference to Funky Town or go completed quest log or go current quest log are fine, but not go other achievements. Uh, there's plenty of others that just seem so random as to what is allowed and what is not. Well, that is largely because what things work in there are a result of people requesting specific things in a thread that's designed for that purpose. So you should look for that one and repost this uh, question, and then maybe all of those things will go in there. Like, it's not hard to add things to it. It's just there are like a billion fucking things in this game, and (laughs) at no point can anyone have them all in their head at the same time. The Great White Hunter says, Just fought farts in her heart in Dreadsylvania. Good on you for making me laugh unexpectedly. For a question, which one of you has the best hair? Gosh. Tough. I don't know. Yeah. Riff yeah. has the longest hair. Yeah, Riff has the longest hair. Scully has the least hair. Okay. Jake uh, and I have similar ish hair similar at this point. Like mine's. The styles are similar. I feel like my hair's greasier and thicker. Your hair is wavier. Yeah. Uh, Point Narf says, on a recent radio show, you mentioned that you didn't think the mission was a place kids could trick or treat. My boyfriend and I went up to San Francisco for Halloween, and we were surprised and happy to discover that kids can indeed trick or treat in the mission. We were eating dinner, and there was a guy sitting at the front of the restaurant to give out candy. It was really nice to see local businesses doing something like that. All right, questions. Miss Class Revamp uses wandering monsters instead of an event zone, and it's a couple days before the new challenge path. Was this this a conscious decision so people can encounter the event monsters while finishing their current ascension, or did it just work out that way? Well, I mean, because of what the path is, the revamps had to be finished, so... Yeah, that was not an accident. Also, Jake, I'm completely terrified of scorpions, and your stories on the radio shows have made me think Arizona is covered in scorpions, putting it on my list of places to never visit. But I'd like to go to KOLCon. Maybe this is more of an advice hot dog question, but what should I do? Just go to KOLCon. There has only been one scorpion sting in ten years of KOLCon. That I'm aware of, at least. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Not yeah, I, I lived... got attacked by one of those jumping cactuses at the oh. last KOLCon, which yeah. sucked. Um... My house is filled with scorpions because my house... Well, it's not anymore, actually. We haven't seen an alive one inside in a really long time because we finally found the pest control people that... Yeah, okay. Not, not that. <laughs> I did find one alive one inside. I think... Ah, oh God, this is fucking terrifying. But I don't, I don't think that my girlfriend is going to listen to this, so I don't have to conceal this information. Somebody's going to tell me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that very, very rarely a scorpion will fall out of the vent above the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I thought you were going to say something like climb up on the ceiling above the bed or something, but that's even better. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's the, yeah. What makes you think that? Because I've seen two in, like, near the toilet, 
and never anywhere else anywhere near there hmm. um and it just it just you know it's open to the to the roof and i think they will go on the roof it's it can't be just open to the roof right there's got to be well there's a vent right i mean that's just that's just like a fan it and a bleeding pipe. bleeding cool air out into the world and you, then i mean you totally are you totally are that seems that seems dumb well i mean it seems like it should be sealed unless the fan is on and then it should be blowing out i mean there might be some sort of a baffle or something in there that attempts to seal it when it blows out but, but i mean that's that just be too confusing for the scorpions yeah well no i think there's they can get into real tiny cracks like the one in your ass while you're on the toilet sure <laughs> sure um anyway i don't don't worry about it there, most places i lived in phoenix for six or seven years without ever seeing one and it wasn't until i yeah. moved into the place that i'm in now, i've never seen a scorpion be. except at zach's house yeah this because where i am used to be orange groves and so there is a huge cockroach population yeah, you, that you nothing can be done about their land yeah exactly and so when there's a huge cockroach population there is a huge scorpion population and so that's just there's there's just not you know but it's only in it's only in very specific parts of town um lord hack says so all the cool new class revamps and the Seal Club revamp made something I already knew very apparent. MP is incredibly precious in KOL. This is without a doubt a good thing, as in many ways KOL is a resource management game, and having multiple precious resources makes for interesting trade-offs and decisions. Seal Club has just got a new resource in the revamp, Fury, which can be used for some powerful skills, but they still have an MP cost. And some of the feedback seems to indicate that a just a Fury cost would seem better from a player point of view. Yeah, I agree, and I will almost certainly make that real. I'm going to do another little 1.1 pass, a 2.1 pass on uh, Seal Clubbers. I don't know that I will be able to get to that before the challenge path rolls. Like, I hope so, but I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I'm sorry. All of tomorrow. All of tomorrow, yeah. I guess if... if 25 hours. If I, can, if I can manage to do some art tonight before I go to sleep, if I can summon up the energy and I'm not too drunk... To do it, hmm. then that will free up a couple hours of tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, one, what's your view on class-specific alternate resources in games? WoW seemed to really embrace them in the last few years, and people were afraid that all the KOL class revamps would just be adding these to every class. Uh, is the five MP cost on Furious Wallop important, or is it just because skills have an MP cost? I mean, it is just there because skills have an MP cost, but Some that cost have can be zero. Adventure costs now. That's true. Some have adventure like, and also in fi- in in adding features for the rest of the class revamps we have some tools that we didn't have before and we have some 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 code cleaned up that wasn't there before like we have the ability to do uh, conditional non-combat skills now which i thought i did a long time ago but apparently i never finished it um you know <clears throat> there there is a part of me that likes that classes play very differently in WoW, but at the same time, they don't, right? Because, (coughs) pardon me, like, they, they have these different mechanics for like energy on, and I don't actually know, hunters don't have anything anymore, right? I guess they do, like, Hunters don't use mana anymore. They used to. What do they um, do now? I don't know. But I mean, like, that resource management element of WoW seems to have just really kind of gone away. Like, I, unless 
there is like important endgame raid stuff that actually uses mana. The only way that my dude ever is even below like 99% mana now is if I am doing a bunch of healing and maybe that's it. Huh. As- um, or, or just like super spammy AOE. But even that is really sustainable now for reasons that I don't understand. Feral druids like, use energy like rogues, and it drains out of me real quick. And but it also regenerates really quick, right? Yeah, and so not It's basically really just like quick. another kind of cooldown. <laughs> yeah, it, it does end up being more like a global cooldown, yeah. Um, which, I mean, and but all it, of it that. But it does stop me from hammering a particular button for a while and I have to sit and watch my dude auto attack for a second or two before I get yeah. to push another button. Uh, Hibernate is never going to be a skill that makes hardcore players happy, but it might be nice if it converted some of the fury you lose to MP. It'd make it feel less like you lost something while still making narrative sense as well. Mm. Also, uh, he says, maybe can I get in on that uh, post-Halloween spooky name action? Let's see. Uh, Lord Black. It's Lord, it's Lord Hack is his name. Hmm. Dark Lord Hack. Okay. Or Blood Lord Hack. Be good. Okay. Huh. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do like creepy shack, but that doesn't quite hmm. work. Okay. Lord Shack in the woods with a ghost in it. Sure. <laughs> Yosarian117 says, Do you guys have any idea of how the player base is distributed worldwide? As in, do you know where most people that play live? Are players mostly American, or is there an equal distribution in Europe? I think it would be an interesting t- statistic to look at over time and see how the game is permeating society. There's a bunch in England. There's little little enclaves in other places. Croatia. There's yeah, enough- there were a bunch of Croatian players early on, and then there were a bunch of people that sort of... The game kind of spread from this this boarding school in England, uh, mm-hmm. Melton Mowbray, uh, was one of the early kind of enclaves um, of players. It's like, I would say that it's like, my guess would be that it is 80% American, 15% British, and 5% everywhere else. Really? I've, I've noticed that there's at least enough people in faraway time zones that we still end up with like, five or six hundred users at like four in the morning yeah yeah uh also continues yosari in 117 is there any reason why the dolphin king's map could only be used with an aerated diving helmet snorkel or the makeshift scuba gear equipped and other items like the old scuba tank or the effect from the deep sauce potion don't allow you to use it they allow you to breathe underwater too is this deliberate or something that slipped under the radar yeah it just slipped under the radar i don't like those maps like i would rather have some actual content spring out of something like that than just that because that was like oh hey i know this was like what, the dolphin king's map was like item number 15 well, or something they're also like, super old I, those were already in the game when i started playing yeah let me actually see what item it is it is item number 26 is the wow. dolphin king's map and the dolphin king's crown is item number 34 how the fuck did that happen <laughs> did you make a map and then not have a reward for it I don't, <clears throat> dude i don't know um, King Bobson said, no, wait, uh, Glebe says, when designing new skills and picking which levels you should unlock them at, do you consider the council quest at that level? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Especially for the missed class ones. Like, we we're sort of, you'll see. Uh, also, when the class skills are all out, will you turn CD Moyer loose on redoing the skill page slash combat action bar? Those drop downs are getting pretty long. Yep, absolutely. King Bobson says, 
You guys have been putting out these revamps like crazy. Question, are you finishing these classes skills as quickly as it looks or had most of the work already been done when you started this? Like, when did you begin work on the pasta slash sauce skills? That's a hard question though. You, you have been thinking about it off and on for over a year. Yeah, I mean, I think- this crazy revamp idea that we didn't end up using that was super awesome. Oh, the sauce toy? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. That was like over a year ago. It was. Um, yeah, but I didn't use it. I mean, so, so like, we f- I finalized the kind of idea of how saucers were going to work, like, when Chris Moyer was out here. We just sort of, like, figured out a, a way to do ago. it. And also, yeah, a month ago. And then, and then also sort of figured out, like, I mean, I sort of knew that a lot of the pasta mancer skills were going to be, like, sort of permanent, permanently usable replacements for the pasta ghosts. But I didn't start working on them until the day after the turtle tamer skills rolled out. Like, the, yeah, I mean, we basically are finishing them as quickly as it looks. I think it's a little too fast, actually. I think that they're not, we're not really giving them enough testing or enough time to percolate at this point. That said, there's just such a deadline. And it's also totally not written in stone. Yeah, everything is still changeable. So also, is this delaying Crimbo and content familiar production? If so, by how much? You know, not any more than always have. Like, we basically never really start working on Crimbo until after now, normally. And there's, there's, a bunch of, there's a bunch done on it. Well, sort of. There's a little done on it. Again, I'm going to say how great these revamps are. They forced me to get around to doing Bad Moon, and these skills have made it super enjoyable to do so. So thanks for that. Well, cool. Yeah, I got to imagine Bad Moon's a different landscape. Yeah. Schlurp says, from what I can tell, the recent revamps have entirely eliminated the ability to obtain a few items that formerly appeared in the regular Ascension game. Ant ciders and broken carburetors come to mind. Can we please have these added to the list of items that can be gotten by scavenging the heap in Hobopolis? It's thematically appropriate to have them all wind up in a garbage dump, and getting stuff that can't be gotten anywhere else is the best part of heap diving. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, that's a great idea. Is that in a choice adventure, or is that in code? Uh, I don't remember, but it's in I choice will adventure. find I out. It. Yeah, and if it's not, I mean, if it is in code, I can I can just make that like a miscode block that you right. have access to, in case you want to mess with it in the future. John Anon says, when are we going to get an item of the month that's as overpowered as clip art? Also, uh, since you rejected the idea that sauces besides that lame cheese one smells, are you ever going to give anything to use against the hot element? Yes, tomorrow night, you'll see it. It's pretty cool. It's a little too, I think it costs a little too much, but... The soul thing? Yeah. Okay. Because I just, I don't think you can sustain that. Oh, you absolutely can. Oh, you mean at that level, if you're not getting that? Yeah. Well, both at that level and at that cost, right? But you get ten turns of it for that cost. Oh. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a once a combat thing. No, no, no. It's a non-combat. It's an effect that does that passively. Oh well, then never mind. No, I think it's fine. I mean, like okay, I didn't. I really, I, th- I I thought it, I misread it. Then. Yeah, my intent was for you to be able to maintain it and still have a little bit of soul sauce left I over see. for other stuff. Okay, not like a lot of other stuff. Like you probably can't use the stun in sure. every fight, but that's that's the choice you got to make. Interesting. Okay, because you can kill them. It's just slightly more mana expensive. Right. It's actually not that. It's not that bad. But I mean, yeah, you fine. can kill them with storm. You can kill them with it's storm. Going to be but fine. you can also, yeah, like it's, it's going yeah, to be fine. It's fine. You, God, you guys, this is going to make so much fucking sense to you once you see the revamp. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Poisonous Spike says, with stuff like sniffing, banishing, copying, runaway, etc., do you consider creating a new interesting mechanic that also changes the course of ascension? Gosh. <laughs> also, good work with revamps. I can't wait for Thursday night. Yeah, me neither, buddy. What do you mean by change the course of ascension? Well, like 
considering another thing like those things that he listed like oh well we come up with that stuff all the time every once in a while yeah i mean i feel like yellow ray was significant yeah i mean that thing that forces a semi-rare was potentially interesting yep okay so shall we look at these twit twit trads sure valera says when are you gonna play team fortress 2 with us again oh geez i don't oh, know Oh wow the lone goldfish says why do you hate radio bugbear uh i don't it's just not it's old tech it's man not practical it, it seriously it's goofy it was never great for what we were doing and without with things not being live anymore it's like less it's just less of a thing Rifflesby, got any cool toys uh recently uh not toys as such but i bought a copy of this uh book that somebody referenced to me on twitter and as soon as i can pull up my Amazon account, I'll be able to tell you the author's name because the title is just S and that's impossible to Google for. Yeah. But um it's it's really cool. It's it's you get it's like you get this slipcover box that has just, you know, all the packaging information on it. But the book itself is completely styled to look like just an old library book. It's got that sort of that library binding and it's got an actual library sticker on the spine for the, for where it was filed. And it's this elaborate story purportedly written by this, uh, this author who vanished and nobody knows who he was. And there's, so you, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. So you've got this book, which is this, this novel by this mysterious guy, but also in, handwritten in the margins of this book there's these two these two uh university students who are trying to solve the mystery of who this author was and are communicating with each other by writing notes to each other in the margins of this book that they're passing back and forth as they as it gets checked oh. in, checked in and out by yeah. one of them in turn. yeah exactly Neat. and and there's like actual postcards and folded up bits of newspapers and stuff just stuck in the in the leaves of the book it is it is really cool uh, and while I was explaining it, I forgot to continue looking up the author. That kind of reminds me of, there, there was this thing that was like a sort of a web, I mean, it wasn't even web, it was this email performance art thing that happened huh. years and years and years ago. Like, I don't remember if this was even after I moved to Phoenix or not. This might have been pre-2000. And I have no idea how I found out about it, but it was basically just like, you got... CC'd on emails between this guy and this girl from the time that they started dating over the course of them breaking up. And it took, like, I don't know, a few weeks for the mm. thing to play out. And it was really interesting. Like, Did you ever read the, like, Griffin and Sabine? No, books? but I was thinking about oh, that. Those I feel are like really these good. things have yeah. come up. These things have come up together. That's like the book with, like, postcards and letters and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Chris okay. Baker says, "Hang on, here's feel- here's the answer oh. to the. It is <clears throat> is written by Doug Dorst from an idea by the director J J Abrams. Ha ha, yeah. Uh, Chris Baker writes, do you feel the same way about all these Java updates as you do about all the Linux updates? I don't think I have Java on this machine because I haven't needed it for anything since the last hard drive crash and Windows reinstall. So no, I don't." Uh, Millsor says, Jake, if you live in California and Arizona, which driver's license do you have? How do you vote? Or are you off the <laughs> grid? 
I feel like if I wanted to get a California driver's license, I would have to make an appointment now to maybe get one before I retire. <laughs> like It's not that bad. I'm told that it's months. I'm yeah, told that it is months sure. to go to the DMV. Sure, but you make an appointment and then you're and you're done. Yeah. It's just it's what you don't want to do is walk in without an appointment. Yeah, I don't think that I'm ever going to do anything like that. I and I and I have not yet I've not voted since we've been here. I we we are not residents of California. Yeah, we're just we're just visiting California. Yeah. Um I mean, I think I would rather leave the company in Arizona just because it's there and not having to fill out a bunch of fucking forms. You want to leave it to the fine? state of Arizona? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Just there you go. No, just to give it to them now. No. So okay. I'll leave it to them whenever I go. All right, you guys can pay the taxes. <laughs> That'd be so great. Uh, Hamish says, All I have to say is that you guys are awesome and KOL is awesome and thank you. Well, thank you, Hamish. Michael Hutton says, The revamps are cool. The Turtle Tamer one was perfectly timed for my clan mate, too. Thanks for all the great work. Thomas Sked Halpin says, how much awesome did you have to save up before you had enough to do the class revamps? Because it seems <laughs> like a lot. Yep. Yeah, he's almost out. I'm actually using up a bunch of future awesome, though, so mm. Crimbo is going to fucking suck. <laughs> we like to call that fossil. You just need to find some awesome foods to eat to build it back up. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, luckily... Or eat the like hearts the, of some awesome people. The epicenter of awesome food. Will awesome beer recharge my batteries also? Yes, it will. I already know the answer to that question. If you don't awesomely pee it all out. Eh, I probably will. Although my peeing is pretty boring. (laughs) Vig Huger says, what about a phone support for KOL? No. Wow, no. Jeez. (laughs) Or or, or rather, okay, as long as I don't have to be anywhere near it. (laughs) Actually, you know, if we had a 1976 number that... It was like, what is it, man? You're obsessed. Ten dollars a minute for <laughs> hints. Have you been uh, sure? Have you been like? Did sp- you've been spending a lot of time seemingly thinking about like phone sex lines. Lately. <laughs> Have I? Yeah. Did this? Was that publicist that you talked to actually just a phone sex operator? <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Glebe says regarding Monday's show, one of the songs on a Night's Tale soundtrack is "The Boys Are Back in Town." Hashtag mm. Full Circle. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, guys. Well, uh, Hot Stuff and I are going to go get some food and some beers, and we're going to eat them and drink them, respectively. Then Riff's going to call us back, and we're going to record an episode of Video Games Hot Dog for the nice people, including you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the KOL Podcast. That was a super detailed explanation of the next two hours. Oh, man. I might even... I'm going to put some shoes on before we walk there. First, I'm going to put on my left sock, and then I'm going to put on my right sock, and then I'm going to put on my left shoe, and then I'm going to put on my right shoe, and then I'm going to realize, fuck, I put my socks on backwards, so I'm going to take off my left shoe, I'm going to take off my right shoe, I'm going to take off my left sock, I'm going to take off my right sock, I'm going to put my left sock on my right foot, I'm going to put my right sock on my left foot, I'm going to put my left shoe on my right foot, think, oh, fuck, I went too far. I'm going to take off my right shoe, I'm going to put my left shoe on my left foot, I'm going to put my right shoe on my right foot, and then we're going to go get some beers. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone.